Hey everybody, superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Love Line, episode 372 from March 3rd, 1997. A Monday night show with guest Space. This is the first and only known appearance of the band on Classic Love Line during the Adam Carolla era. Space were an indie UK rock band. They had two songs were played on the show, including Neighborhood. The band are setting off on their first US tour, which would turn out to be somewhat ill-fated. As with most English uh, rock bands on the show, it can really go two ways. Either they're the worst guests ever, or Adam and Drew really take kindly to them. More often than not, uh, UK bands would earn a deserved negative reputation on the show. As for this one, you'll have to listen and find out. As per usual, this is recorded in 1997. Some of the medical advice may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Loveline. 1-800-L-O-V-E-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One there as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo and get it on. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. Uh. Two. Three, four, Welcome to Love Line. With Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Would you sleep with sick women? I may be pregnant, but I'm still a man. Spank the unruly ones. It's indecent, it's vulgar, it's blasphemous. You're gonna ride you till you can't stand up. Come on, come on, let's go down. All right, all right, keep your shirt on. Love Line's meant for an adult audience. Love Line may contain sexually oriented content. Listener discretion is advised. Here's Love Line with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. All right. Phone number 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Drew. He is a board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist. And I'm sick tonight, Drew. Yeah? Yeah. So you're carrying the show. Where's your carrot juice? I drank it on the way in. All right. I knew you wouldn't be sick without that. Yeah. I'm like... uh, I'll tell you my theory on sickness. It's the same theory uh, a lot of people have, like, after... The uh, the uh, connecting rod goes through the side of the engine block. Then they dump the oil in, right. thinking maybe yes. they can remedy right. some horrible damage yes. that could never be fixed by just 30 weight. Yes, there's, there's another name for that other than theory. <laughs> maybe abject, massive denial. Right, it's denial. I abuse myself the entire week and then... Shocked at, when you get sick. Then, then a day after I get sick, I start drinking juice. Yeah, and I and I and I drink uh, like I drink four ounces of carrot juice, and I go, "What's up with this crap? It's not working at all. I feel like hell." Four ounces? You take like four gallons. I know, but after four ounces, oh, I'm PO'd that it's oh, not working. You know, the other thing about this show, we were yelling at each other as we go into this show, and now we're friends again. Yes, we certainly are. We'll be enemies in a moment. Um. All right, so, and I took some, like, anti-cold pills. What is, uh, let me explain the sensation I have with the cold pills. I was driving over here. I I felt like I was uh, sitting on my love seat going down the 405, and I felt like I was going about 10 miles an hour, and I looked down, the speedometer, I was doing 85. Huh. You know what I'm saying? It's not a good sign. Yeah. What'd you take? I don't know. What'd you I take? Just, I, I, I swear to God, I went into whatever my, my roommate has, a whole medicine cabinet full oh. of junk, and I grabbed... Oh, uh, Adam, please. <laughs> I think I may be on birth control, actually. I'm not sure what he's taking. Come on. What do you mean? I mean, you could at least call me and ask me what, what you should and shouldn't be taking. Come on. Well, what, what do you mean? It was like, uh, you know, time, uh, you know, cold capsules. What? The contacts, something like that? I don't know. They're all the same. Oh, it's a thing came sake. in a box, a couple little tablets, and then I took a few more later on. Oh, so. No. Well, I waited like an hour and a half. But they were like 12-hour time release ones. So I'm, I'm, I'm flying pretty good about now. And uh, thankfully, I got a cup of coffee here, so all will be well. All right. Space. The band Space. Not the uh, 
Final Frontier. Not the final. <laughs> True. That's just the kind of uh, nursing along I'm going to need tonight. Do you understand that? Here's what I want to. Here's here's what it's going to be like, Drew. Right. Now, usually, you sit on your ass, you do nothing but answer pages, right? Yeah, right. Okay. This is what it's like. Right. Here's what I need. I'll finish from you. your sentences. I don't need I'll you to carry sentences. the show, but here's what I need. It's like there's a wall. It's a high wall, maybe eight or nine feet, and I can't get up it. It's a big comedy wall, and I need to. I need to scale it. How about you're, you just give me the boost and I'll keep scaling? You're the guy who uh, uh, in, clasps the fingers and puts uh, right. puts it under my heel and shoves me up to the All top. Right. All right. All right. All right, so Space will be in here in just a little bit, and uh, until then, Jason. Yes. You're 18, you're on Loveline. Okay, I got a question for you. I actually need a little bit of advice. Um, my girlfriend, we've been seeing each other for about six months, and for about the past month, she started turning into my mother. In what way? Um, pretty much, she's just trying everything she can to rule my life, calling me to make sure I'm home or where I'm supposed to be, trying to manage my money for me. How long have you been dating her? What money? Hmm? How long have you been dating her? About six months. Uh-huh. Wow. Well, what's I'm... it doing to you sexually? Well, we're not doing anything. I mean... Anymore? No, we never have been. You never were? No. It's kind of hard to have sex with your mom. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I couldn't get my mom is, to hold still for five minutes. Is that an acceptable thing for you, to be in a relationship with somebody's behavior like that? I mean, it's acceptable to a point, but it's just getting starting to get out of hand. It's not what you want. No. Not I mean, now. Later what, on, you'll want it. It's what she needs, though, right? I mean, this is for some reason, whatever it is about her family system or her previous experiences, this is what she needs to feel good and secure and gratified in a relationship. And uh, it's not working. I mean, that's why you have different relationships. That's why you date people to find out what you, know, what you do and don't like. Is she a 47-year-old Jewish woman? Um, no. No. How old is she? She's 20. Is there a reason uh-huh. she has to uh-huh. feel insecure? Have you done anything to lead her to be insecure? She, I mean, she does. I mean, I tend to think that she feels insecure sometimes. Sometimes I mean, this is all response, basically, sort of an insecure. Is, is does she is her dad an alcoholic or anything like that? No, no. Has he been ill or anything that she has she had to be a parent in that system in some way? No. In fact, she was the um, youngest of the family of two. So that's weird. Fascinating. But she is twenty, which is uh, quite a bit older than Jason, who's eighteen. In it's it's only two years, but it's a big two. So maybe she feels some uh, sense of responsibility. Uh. Let me check your lifestyle out, Jason. Okay. What do you do? Um, I'm um, a full-time student. Junior college? Yes. Okay. Well, there it is. She, she knows you're still trapped in uh, a retarded state of adolescence well, with the junior college. Same college. <laughs> oh, she goes to college, too? Yes. <clears throat> uh, she's got no business talking to you that way, then. Okay. I thought, you know, it, sometimes it's the roles in life, meaning if someone's working and the other person's going to school, then uh, there's a definite sort of role situation. And being that she's a couple years older, I could see her uh, yeah. shouting out a few mommy-esque commands. But uh, she's going to junior college, too, you know. No excuse for that. Have you expressed to her your discomfort with all this? I've tried to, but... Well, I mean, why don't you do it? Make, make it more explicit and uh, see if she can adjust. Yeah. If not, this may not work out. Wait a minute. i got to find something out. Jason. Yes. You've been going out for six months. Mm-hmm. You're 18. She's 20. Yes. You're both going to junior college. I know yes. what you're going to ask. How come no sex? There you go. How come? Yes. I just decided to wait. Just Really? Just because it's not the right time. We both have our careers ahead of us, and okay. we can't ruin them. Jason, don't let any of the uh, administration at the junior college find out that you're waiting to have sex. That sounds way too sensible, and they'll probably toss you right out of there. Dolores. Hello? You're 15. Um, 
Well, I have a question that I told them, and then I have a theory. Do you want to hear the theory? No. No? First the question. Okay. Um, I think I have a third nipple. <laughs> Where? It's right below my one nipple on my left. Now I want to hear the theory. Oh, the theory has to do with why I think guys are stupid. All right. No, I thought it related to the nipple. Uh, let me yeah. answer the nipple thing. There's something called a supernumerary nipple that some people get, and it's not uncommon. You can get more than one, in fact. There's something called the nipple line that develops when you're when you're developing the fetus. Like animals, right? Like, like dogs, yeah. And uh, yours resorb, and you can develop just the the two remain. But sometimes little remnants can be left behind. Not uncommon, Dolores, okay? <laughs> what is your theory? Wait, I want to hear a theory. Yeah. Okay, I think... Um, no, this is probably not true. This is just what I believe. I think guys are stupid because of their penis. Right. I think that it excretes some kind of enzyme that eats away, eats away at the brain. Well, no, the, I, I think the, it's more of a drainage of an enzyme. It, it's it's a perhaps, connection between uh, that and the brain. Yes. Perhaps uh, the sperm is more important to the uh, reasoning process than uh, we've uh, given it credit for, Drew. And the... Um, the um, constant draining of that precious fluid may cause a, a drop in IQ. Now, that's a, that, that'll go along with. Whatever you say, but that was so weird I couldn't even hear it. Max. I, I had trouble hearing it. Why? I couldn't concentrate on it. It was too ridiculous. It's too what? Recoculous. Thank you. Max, 28. Hello? Hey. Okay. Um, I, I am needing some advice. Max, you're a female. Pardon? Max is a female. Okay. Right, right. It's short for Maxine. All right. Okay. Um... I've uh, been seeing a therapist for, well, like since September, and I went in originally for uh, grief counseling and trying to uh, manage just a family situation that's going on. My grandfather's um, dying of brain cancer. All right, what's going on? And I'm spending a lot of time in Florida caring for him and dealing with my alcoholic grandmother and Mm. blah, blah, blah. And so I went into therapy to just try and, manage um dealing with all this garbage and uh i've gotten really attached to my therapist and that's he's good leaving no he's leaving he's leaving and i knew he was leaving and i just kind of avoided dealing with it or asking when and i mean i had gone in just to deal with some particular no, wait a minute issues. wait a minute yeah <laughs> I mean, what more difficult? Uh, how is he? How is he teaching you to deal with this transition, with his departure? Well, actually, it just got brought up that I asked. I asked like last week when he was leaving because I knew he was leaving. Where is he going? Um, well, this is his the end of his um, internship dissertation, whatever. Oh, all right. Um, and uh, so, are you physically attracted to him? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he a good-looking guy, or are you just so enthralled by his um, amazing mind? No, he's a good-looking guy, and I... What are you getting at? <laughs> well, I'm trying to find out what the connection here is. No, it's... And it I, 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 know well, it's... I, I mean, you talk... I, it's all led into... I mean, I've talked about really intimate stuff of, with him, uh, and I've gotten... I mean... Right. It's like a really exposed Absolutely. Situation. This is why... Uh, Therapists have sex with their female partners much more much more often than a female therapist has sex Why? with a male partner. Why? Because when a woman opens up and 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 becomes emotional and shares, uh, there's an attraction that she gets with uh, right. who and she's any, sharing with. Any, Guys any aren't that emotional. Worth a goddamn 
will we'll put a boundary there, make it clear that there's not going to be a sexual relation to free up that person's affect and allow it to be expressed. Right. But here's the situation is what I'm saying is a guy can go into a therapeutic environment, talk about emotional things and not confuse it with sex or not have it bleed into sex because for men sex is more of a physical right, thing. For right. women, if it's more of an emotional thing, then you get the emotions flowing, and right. what do you think is going to happen? But if, if men, as they get into more primitive stuff, they should have sexual stuff, too, typically. They should. All right. They should. And uh, and it's good, and it's healthy, and you've got to talk about it and be explicit. And you know, you Talk gotta, about lusting you, after him? That, that, for some people... That's a little ex- weird. It is a little weird, but for some people, it's an extremely important part of therapy. Because, well, then, because then the therapist can go... No, we're not going to do that. I bet he nails her. And, and He's just a rookie. No. He's but just a rookie. That, that is the fear that guy. That, Why do you think they have a sofa hey, in there? That Drew? is the fear. Why that, not a folding you gotta chair? You got to stop because this is dangerous stuff to be feeding people. That's the fear that people have when they get so vulnerable is that they're going to be consumed by or taken in by or or rejected by the therapist, and they have to have somebody who empathically puts down a limit, just like you would with your kids, to okay. let the feelings continue to All evolve. Right. Now, the problem with your dis situation is though, Max, is that. You, you went in to deal with loss issues, and you're losing him, right? Too. And, and so it just in, it focuses and intensifies your loss. Well, and and the whole thing. I mean, it, I have a lot of problems with attachment and relationships, yeah. Yeah. and I knew this, right. and I know this, right. and I know myself, and I right. knew this was going to happen. All right, here's the deal, though. But you, but it's very unfortunate that he took you on for therapy, in my opinion. And well, he now what's has he supposed to do uh, to find somebody we assess the, the the issues and maybe give it somebody who can be around for long term management. He needs to now transition her to somebody else, and Max has to help get him to help her make a transition into somebody else. Somebody good looking. And number two, uh, let me recommend a book called The Road Less Traveled by Scott Peck. I think that's... Uh, I never heard of that one. Yeah, but have you read it ever? No. It, it addresses stuff like this pretty nicely, so... All right. And uh, it's important to pick the sex of your therapist. Uh, Drew, you disagree with this, uh, but uh, I don't, and I'm the genius here. Uh, if you have trouble, uh, all you men having trouble with women, it's a good idea to see a female therapist just well, to uh, me, work that bond. That. And uh, you women that become sexually attached to everyone you uh, have a little dialogue with should see women, too. Let me propose there should be no male therapist. But maybe, but maybe if the issues are real heavy, people will be so defended against them that they won't have difficulty getting to them when they actually have the, sa- the sex uh, the therapists have the issues with. Well, okay. yeah, but we're under. We're going to go under the uh, the agreement that they're going into therapy with the attempt to open themselves right. up. Right. Anyway, it's not like someone dropped them off at therapy. All right. All right. Edwin. Hi there. Hey, you're 26. Hey, pretty good, man. How you doing? Uh, all right. Wait. Let me try the something. Uh, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. Now you're, now <laughs> you're supposed to say. Nervous. I've never gotten through before. You're supposed to say. Let's try it again. You say 26. How are you, Edwin? I'm pretty good, but I got a problem with this guy at work. <laughs> there we go. That's yeah. it. Well, he's a, a 23. He's a Laotian guy. Doesn't understand a lick of English, but he's got this thing where he's always grabbing in my breasts. What breasts would those be? Well, I'm a guy, so it's just you know it makes me uncomfortable. Wait, this what do you? It sounds bizarre. Yeah, I mean, people shouldn't be allowed to just walk up to you and. Well, there's certain tra- uh, traditions in uh, Leosha. Where do you work? I, I work at a production plant. I'm on this uh, conveyor belt type line, you know, and he stands right next to me for eight hours a day, and he's just—I don't know—it just makes me. Don't you have some kind of supervisor or something that can sort of? Yeah, I know. They think it's funny. Uh, you know, it's not funny. 
Oh, I, I don't think it's funny. It at all. is a little funny, yeah. But I, I don't think it's funny for you, a manager to assume it's funny. But you mix the Leotian in with grabbing uh, Edwin's uh, breasts, and you got a little comedy there. Yeah. Now uh, he doesn't get mad that this guy stops plucking chickens and grabs your breasts. Uh, I don't know. I'm just to the point where I want to pound him. What are you doing on this conveyor belt, Edwin? Well, it's, uh, we package uh, uh, seed, put it uh, bird seed in bags. All right. Well, let me tell you something. It's not real rewarding work, the seed industry. Lord no. knows I know the seed industry very well. You do? Yes. And one becomes bored and one's hands begin to wander when one is packaging seeds. Right. Uh, what type of seed? Uh, bird seed. Oh, bird seed. Well, that is, uh, that is one of the more exciting forms of seed. It's not the uh, soil seed or the farming seed. It's the parakeet seed. Right. <laughs> Edwin. Yeah. Hey, you're 26. Yep. Do you want to just kill yourself? No. No. Do you, hey, do they let you wear headphones? Oh, yeah. Oh, you do? That's, that's how I listen to the show. Oh, all right. All right. God bless you. So you're not just sitting home uh, ignoring the television listening to Love Line. Well, you're actually at work with headphones on. You betcha. Interesting. Write that down, Drew. Uh, make a note of that. I <laughs> Oh, everybody, we, we have it on all the radios here. They're different workstations, so we all think it's a hoot. Oh, God bless the seed counters. Yeah. And the seed separators. Oh, yeah, we got those two. All right, listen, I, I don't think uh, you should tolerate this, and I don't think your employer, uh, you, you got to keep going up the chain of command if they're not responding to you, because this is... This you got to go all the way up to Big Bird. I don't know where you go, but this this is not good management. It's not at all appropriate. I mean, you may even have to call... God knows in this state, you'd call OSHA or something like that. and uh, I'd call Leosha and have this guy uh, taken back to his old... Uh, right. Where's Leo, Leosha? Laos. Oh, oh, that's a Leotian. That's right. All right, so he's, uh, well, that's around Vietnam. Yes. A neighboring country. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I spent some time there. Yeah. <sighs> Matt. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, Matt. Yeah, hey, I'm... Matt, Matt. Yeah. I'm going to put you on hold for a second. Why? Okay. Don't worry. We'll get back to you. Because I want to I want to play the space song before oh, the space okay. guys right. come in. Right. Because uh, space is, uh, you know, they're from the U.K. They're up-and-comers and all that. And everyone knows this song and everyone loves this song. But I'm not sure if everyone knows it's space who does this song. So uh, you got it queued up there, Engineer Mike? So here's a little sampling of the band that's going to be in after the break. Space with the female of the species.
That is what they sound like, and uh, you can hear them up close and in person right after this break. I don't go in for these backdoor shenanigans. Shenanigans. Sex, drugs, rock and roll. Shenanigans. Chips, dips, chains, whips. Shenanigans. High school orgy type of thing. Love line, I'll be right back. Loot Crate, baby. <laughs> Monthly subscription box. If you're a geek out there, a gamer, you're into pop culture, you got Loot Crate. Star Wars, Marvel, Walking Dead. Less than 20 bucks a month, six to eight items. All licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, one-of-a-kind stuff, and uh, more. Valued at uh, over 40 bucks each crate. Guaranteed, by the way. It's a nice gift. Subscribe uh, by the 19th, and uh, you can receive uh, your month's crate. That's right. 19th of the month is when the cutoff happens. Lootcrate.com forward slash ace. Enter the code ace. Save 10% on your new subscription. You got a friend out there that's uh, into the pop culture stuff, the gaming, the Star Wars, whatever it is. Lootcrate.com. Dot com forward slash ace. Hey, have you ever been screwed over in a sketchy business deal? Yes, indeed. Then you need to listen to Clark Howard, the nation's most effective consumer advocate. Hi, it's Clark Howard. You can hear my ways for you to save big money. And you know that's my mission, to help you save more, spend less, and help you avoid ripoffs. Every day, thousands of people get the inside scoop on how to get their money's worth every time they buy. And you can, too, by checking out his podcast anytime, day or night at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. All right, Love Line. I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Drew. He's a board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist. And we have Tommy, Carl, Andy, and Franny all from space. And uh, before we get into uh, interviewing the band and whatnot, let me just read a... Uh the top of the bio here. Uh, this is a, a pretty good description of space. If Frank Sinatra, Black Grape, we had Black Grape on the show. Oh, yes. They were the uh, Butterfinger Reese's Peanut Butter. Oh, I think they're kind of a-holes. Do you know those guys? I like them. <laughs> yeah, we've been all shown a bit. Like. They're a little rowdy. They, a little, um, yeah. they came in here. Their, uh, whoever was wrangling them went to the liquor store and didn't buy every, you know, like when you go to the liquor store, you, go, you, you want a Butterfinger, you want an Abba Zabba bar. They bought a whole bag. I mean, it's like they emptied the, the guy just emptied, yeah, he just yeah. emptied the shelf out. There was, a, it was like, um, it was like Halloween yeah. and he dumped it out there and there's 40 candy bars and then they got like a couple of 12 packs and they just drank and ate candy. And I like candy, and I like beer, but I don't Wait. like to wash candy down with beer. <laughs> Did you say it was Reese's uh, peanut butter? Yeah, there's cookie? a lot of... Well, I, I actually like them. You can't get them in England. Oh, you can't? <laughs> no, that's what it is, but like, we've had friends who've been over here and have brought them back to England, and the good munchies, like... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what is it with the England and the food? I've never been there, but I hear they, 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 they would boil peanut butter cups <laughs> if they had a chance, wouldn't they? <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys, uh, by the way, put your uh, headphones on because uh, when we start taking calls, you're going to need those uh, to uh, hear the questions. And uh, there should be some volume knobs down there you may want to monkey with. Anyway. Those are the knobs. If Frank Sinatra, Black <laughs> Grape, know. Ray Davies, and Cypress Hill were to have an orgy, the bastard love child might be space. And I think that's a pretty cool description. Yeah, that's pretty much sums it up, yeah. 
Yeah, so you guys, uh, we were just talking during the commercial, just got in from uh, Liverpool. That's right, yeah. And uh, you're now going to start a, uh, how large a tour of the States? I know you're going to beat the Roxy tomorrow night. Yeah, it's about three weeks all in all. don't know how many gigs exactly. I've just done a fortnight, and we've got another three weeks to Did go. Did these guys have these accents when they were talking to you before the mics went on? No, what happened? I know these guys were talking like... Because <laughs> I, heard, I heard, overheard you say, oh, you guys are understandable. They, Man, like, you understand every word you're saying? They all sounded like Ted Kennedy. <laughs> and, and, and now... Uh, Who's Ted Kennedy? <laughs> now they're... <laughs> Isn't Kennedy's he in the Ted Kennedys? <laughs> yeah, the Ted Kennedys, you know them. <laughs> and now the only now one they sound, sound like uh, Sean Connery on like a pony keg or something. <laughs> all right, uh, so let me just give some plugs for the band before we get rolling here. Uh, tomorrow night's the Roxy. Saturday is uh, the Concourse in San Francisco. Then uh, Tuesday they'll be at the Metro in Chicago. Thursday they'll be at the uh, Shelter in Detroit. And Friday the 14th, the uh, Intersection in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Top Cats, uh, they'll be there on the 15th. That is Saturday in Cincinnati. And then uh, Irving Plaza on uh, the 21st of March. Uh, that is in New York. And there's a few dates in there, but we're not in those cities. So uh, why alert people that can't hear you to be alerted? Okay. Frustrate them. So you guys are going to be real busy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you like that? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> he likes it. I mean, if you could pick a number, and I should ask all the bands this, uh, for playing a week. I mean, would you like to do two gigs a week? Is eight too many? Or would you just like to do as many as you could possibly book? Cram no. them all in into one week, then we can have the rest of the time off. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, so if it's about 20-odd gigs, we'll, we'll do them in a week. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then we can take it easy. And uh, laugh all the way to the bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what bank? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, what's going on in England? I always uh, want to bring this up with our uh, guests from uh, on the other side of the pond there, and I always forget. What are taxes in England? What percent of money? 17 and a half, isn't it? Percent. How much? 17 and a half. 17? And a half. It's a sales tax. It's oh, a that's a sales tax. tax. But I mean, like, if you're, if you're making money, what is the income tax? Do they kill you over there? Is it is it worse than yeah, it is here? What is it with it? Yeah, it's really really Doing? bad. Yes, Adam. Yes, but right. It doesn't it? I mean, it, even if you're a guy that making lots of money or a person making nothing at all, you still got to pay exactly the same. Like it's oh really? Yeah, it's a strange one. I'm, I keep trying to figure out which society is more screwed up, ours or theirs. I, um, I think it's close. I mean, you guys got the horrible food, but we have the automatic weapons. <laughs> you guys have bad teeth, we have bad hair. I think it kind of all balances out, Drew. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> they are much more civilized. Oh, they are. Much. All right. Uh, that's why. Uh, well, that explains Benny Hill. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you like Tracy Ullman. <laughs> we we didn't take yeah, Tracy she's Ullman. way too artsy. You kicked her right out of there. Yeah, see you later, you don't go for that subtle she crap. Eastern? Um, <laughs> let's talk about some other successful exports. <laughs> All right, uh, let's take some calls, and you guys just jump in uh, anytime. And uh, by the way, uh, Tommy, uh, the lead singer, is over here. And uh, hi, Tommy. I'm sorry, Tommy's voice is is gone. Hi. hi. Right. That, that was really just Drew doing Tommy's an impression of Tommy. But, uh, and I have to apologize. I'm I'm usually much more lucid and much more quick witted and spontaneous, but I'm sick tonight. So I'm a little out of it. I took the cold pills and whatnot. So you guys uh, are going to have to... I you're a little better than average, but go ahead. Oh, really? It's right. like See? I've got to get these drugs. Yeah. Matt, 20, you're on Loveline. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Hello there. Hello there. <laughs> I love your guys' songs. They're really cool. Cheers. Um, Cheers. The question that I have is on Prozac. What are the effects on it and stuff like that? <laughs> what are the side effects of it? Yeah. 
Well, I mean, with any antidepressant, there's a you know I'm sure you've read the package insert. There's a list of potential side effects a mile long. The most common side effect I hear about is uh, lack of sexual desire. Believe it or not. Uh, also, sometimes some increased anxiety. You get more agitated. Sometimes a little decrease in your appetite. A little decrease in your sleep. Sometimes, sometimes the opposite. Some people, time, sometimes people are sedated from this medication. The thing you need to be careful with with Prozac is that in those people who are having a lot of suicidal thoughts, sometimes those suicidal thinking, that oh, suicidal I've thinking, had suicidal thoughts. Well, generally, people, generally we would avoid Prozac in that situation because it can sometimes actually intensify suicidality. So be careful and make sure a psychiatrist or somebody who's qualified to prescribe it is prescribing it to you because there's a lot of other medications in that same class that might be more effective for you. Matt, yeah, what's up with you? Oh, I've just been going through a lot of crap here lately. Yeah. It's just starting to get pretty overwhelming for me and stuff like that. All right. Don't, I, yeah, don't do anything stupid, Matt. You know what I mean? Here's the deal. Everyone goes through serious depression at one time or another. I, I'm convinced. Those who don't are, are lying. Tell like when he asks women about masturbating. I, I, it's the same thing. I think those who haven't been down uh, don't know what it's like to be up. And I've been down myself for many years, and uh, I, I'm telling you, I was thinking about driving off a bridge one time. Remember that oh, yeah, story, yeah, Drew? San Francisco. Yes, I'm I thinking about hitting a, uh, a light pole or something. Yeah, no, no, yeah. drive off a bridge. No, Matt. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Matt. As long as long as you're not, as long as those are sort of fleeting thoughts, and not real, uh, real oh, plans, yeah. and you don't have a tendency to be impulsive. Uh, but you know, lately it's been getting more and more. Yeah, but make sure you're. Being All right. Well, then you want to switch from Prozac, don't well, you? You want to see a psychiatrist. Make sure you're seeing a psychiatrist, and make sure somebody qualified is prescribing. You know, this day of HMOs, people get. You know, all the all HMOs concerned with is that you get out of their hair, and so anybody can be prescribing, and they may not be sensitive to the spectrum of issues. And I want to deliver a rather morbid message, and I don't mean to be uh, mean spirited. And I, I hope Matt uh, takes care of his prescription, and everything's fine. But. And this is not necessarily for Matt, but anyone who wants to kill themselves. Um, if you're hell-bent on killing yourself, please kill yourself. Don't do that thing where you take out five or six people and then turn the gun on yourself. A lot of people uh, seem to do this these days. These guys don't understand this. Oh, here in America, we have a tradition. <laughs> the tradition is, is if I'm going to kill myself... Well, I might as well kill a couple of dozen people along with me. Uh, there can be no form of prosecution. I'll be in hell. Who cares anyway? So I might as well make a spectacle of myself. Now, I don't uh, want to promote suicide, but I'm just saying if, if you have to do it, you know, do it in a dignified way, please. Do not, uh, you know, hijack a bus and drive it into a river and take a bunch of school kids with you. All right? All right. I was just the doctor. I've got a mate who's on Prozac. Right? Uh -huh. You know uh -huh. what happened to him? He uh -huh. stopped listening to music. That's weird, isn't it? <laughs> That's did he withdraw weird. completely, or what did he? Yeah, yeah, completely withdrew. Yeah, and I, yeah. I saw him the other day, and he's he's all right now. He's out and walking around and seeing more than one person. Mm, and all yeah, rest that of it. may not be the Prozac. Maybe just been the severity of the depression he got into. And people can really withdraw when their depressions are going right. down. And the things that really the hallmark of depression is lack of enjoyment in those things which were previously enjoyable. Right. Un unable to find meaning. Mm -hmm. And uh, in adolescence, people under the age of 20 or so, the, the, the most common manifestation is boredom. So, so it wasn't me playing the guitar. On. No. You may have started the whole thing. But no, yeah. but I'll tell you, if, if, if Hendrix was playing, he wouldn't have tuned out. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm That's sure you were fine. About, you know. I'm just saying, if Eric Clapton was riffing, he probably would have hung out a little longer. But, oh, come on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> 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 
Uh, Melissa. Hey. Hey, you're 23. You're on with space. Um, well, my problem is sometimes after having sex, I get this really, like, feeling of sadness and loneliness. It doesn't happen all the time, but it's happened enough over the years. What are the circumstances in which you're doing this? Well, you... I don't know. Just like sometimes, like afterwards when it's over. No, 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 no. Is this like with somebody you love, you've been in a relationship with two years, or is this some guy you meet at a bar? Well, no. Hold on a second. Melissa. It's happened with everyone. All right, Melissa. I'm cutting you off for a second. Moving on to next. Uh, Drew, I don't want to take two depression calls back to okay. back, for right. Christ's sake. Right. The, the, the show had slowed down to a, right. such right. a crawl right. already, and now you got to line us up with someone who's having a post-coitus Go. depression, for Christ's sake. Is it because we're on the show? No, no. You guys are fine. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, 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 it, Drew likes to turn certain. It's, uh, what is it? When a, Tuesday night is night of the damned here on uh, Loveline. Drew, what are you on, mate? <laughs> he needs to be on something. Yeah, it's coming back from Monday, I think. All right, we'll Here, get back to one. Melissa. Here you go. Uh, okay, this is a more exciting call. Please, Drew, show some judgment. More, or try not to show so That's much your, judgment. Yeah. Morgan, 19, you're on Loveline. Hi. Hey. I like that band that's on right now. They're very cool. They're pretty, yeah. They're oh, yeah. Pretty music. Pretty, yeah. pretty music or pretty? <laughs> um, well, it's just pretty. It sounds Oh, uh, the music's pretty? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, color off then. <laughs> my problem is is that um, a few months ago I started exposing my boyfriend to like S and M uh, and stuff like that, and now I can't get him to have like normal sex. It's, right. Every time we get started, it's like a production of Cats. He wants the lights and the music and costumes and stuff like that. Uh, long before the beating begins. Um. Well, yeah. Right. It's, it's not like beating, like not really really hardcore, but it's like you know the ropes and props and stuff. Right. He wants some fanfare. I do, too. I like a little applause when I disrobe. Well, no, it's just that, like, now we can't have just... You don't wear, like, a boxer's robe or anything, do you? I will enter the bedroom like a heavyweight entering the ring. I'll actually uh, climb under the comforter and pop up the other side. I'll do a little shadow boxing. (laughs) I'll move around. And then what I do is, uh, then the psych-out starts. I will psych my opponent out. I will stare the woman down. Yeah, but it's like by the time we actually get around to the When land. the landlord is uh, usually in between us explaining the rules, uh, I will actually stare her down. And I will uh, get them to submit uh, oftentimes right there during the stare down and uh, walk away with a TKO before the opening bell. Morgan? Yeah. What was your question? I can't get them to have sex, like, normally. Right. Well, this is what happens when you experiment. With drugs or sex or whatever, you expose someone to something, and there's a good chance they may just pick it up and run with it. Come back, is he? Yeah, but I mean, how do I get him to like stop? Because it's completely ruining everything. It's like by the time have you told him this? Well, no, it's like by the time we actually get down to do it. Wait a minute, have you? Where is he? He's out right now. No, he's not. He's He's right there. He's out. He's doing what? Buying a leather mask? Where is he? I'm in his room. All right, he can't talk. He's tied up. I know he's there. (laughs) She's real funny, huh? All right. All right, Morgan. Here's Morgan, well, you haven't told him yet. Um, I've kind of briefly mentioned it. Morgan, it really please, happen. please, come on. You let him in. You can lead him away. No, that you call a radio station. You can tell us. You can tell him. Right. You can tell people who don't care, but you can't tell the one man who does. Okay. All right, Morgan. I don't All think right. he'll be offended by it. And just uh, you know, just like any other preference issue, people need to express, assert, not not wait till you're aggressive and resentful. Right. Assert what it is your needs are. I think okay. I would like it if I was more aggressive. I mean aggressive in a in a yeah. punitive way, all right? I know. All right. All right. Thank you. All right, all Morgan. Right. Okay, bye. All right, next time you uh, introduce something, introduce um, Jehovah. 
<laughs> That'll straighten him out. What? Well, I just mean he's gone too far over the edge sexually because she introduced uh, S&M to him. So now if she would introduce uh, Jesus Christ or Jehovah or something like that, I think she could pull him a little closer to center. Oh, I see. Uh Okay. (laughs) Can you believe that we get paid the same amount? Doesn't that seem preposterous to you? Not at all. Really? I'm sickened by that fact. He sits there with a smug look and thinks good radio is nodding his head and answering his beeper. I bust my chops in here every night and we get the same damn paycheck. Is that true? There is, uh, yes. It is, isn't it? You better not be getting paid more than me. But, but what, 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 the look I'm getting across the table is, why am I not doing more? Right. He thinks because he wears his doctor badge uh, that he's, an, you know, it entitles him to a big fat paycheck each week. All right. Uh, we got to go to break. I need to blow my nose. Uh, Drew's going to blow a band member. And we'll be back with Space, uh, Drew, and uh, one lucky band member after this. I began to float up and away from my body. Uh, lady, you better get back float. here. If you're not here when Love Line float. returns, they're going to be pissed. Float. Float. Pee on this stick for me. Ah, Tommy John wear. Love me some Tommy John wear. Swap my entire underwear drawer out with Tommy John's T-shirts, underwear, underpants. My wife makes fun of me for saying underpants. I love this stuff. All of it. You, you won't go back. That, that, I, it's all I'm saying. Paul Bryan was ordering some today. He's talking to Gary, and he was like, uh, I want it because Adam says you won't go back. You will not go back. These are revolutionary undershirts. Designed to be tucked in. They don't, they don't come slopping out of your jeans. They stay tucked in. No excess bunching underneath your dress shirts. Breathable fabric. They never shrink. You don't get the bacon neck look. I am telling you, try the Tommy John wear, and you tell me that you like your old T-shirts better, and I'll slap you in the face and call you a liar. Go to TommyJohnWear.com, TommyJohnWear.com. Enter the promo code ADAM. Get 20% off your first order. It is unbelievable. They they gave me three of them to try out, and I sift through my drawer every time, and I order 10 more. TommyJohnWear.com. Promo code Adam. 20% off. You will never go back to what you're wearing. TommyJohnWear.com. Hey there, this is Jimmy Pop. And this is Lupus. And you're listening to Love Lines. We're the Bloodhound Gang. Dr. Drew will solve your problems. Adam will give you some. All right, here with Carl, Andy, and Franny. That would be, uh, is that three quarters of space? Yeah. Oh, I. Seen a bit. Tommy is, uh,. Tommy's convalescing in the hallway, I guess. Is uh, is he sick or has his voice gone out? His voice, voice worn out. Uh, well, it's not worn mouth. out. It's just a bit sick. It's just a, it has been worn out. It's mending. Same thing I got. All right. Um, Drew is mm-hmm. uh, here and I'm here. Okay. Got Phone it. number 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. The name of the CD is Spiders. And we'll hear something else off of that uh, a little bit later on in the show. But it's back to the calls we go. Susie, 24, you're on Loveline with Space. Well, hello. How's everybody doing tonight? Great, Susie. Hiya. Hiya. Looking forward to seeing you guys March 13th in Detroit. Nice one. Thanks. 
already got my tickets. Don't worry. Oh, well but done. I do have a question, and it's about the prostate gland. Go ahead. Could you give me some information on it? I'm not too familiar it's, with it, it <laughs> but I heard, because <laughs> I don't have one, apparently. So I was just wondering um, how it can be pleasurable, I guess. It, doesn't nece- it isn't necessarily. Okay. But it can be. For some people. Yes. But I, I wouldn't go there unless somebody specifically already knows that that's something they like. Well, right. How do you find out? That's what I'm saying. Uh, well, a 24-year-old male should know that by now. They would should? Think, would you think? Would know whether or not he... he no, no, I don't know. I'm I not. Don't know about that. No, I'm not in touch with my prostate. I mean, I, we're not as close as we used to. We, we had a falling out in the mid '80s, and we haven't spoken. Yeah, when you were about 24, time. you knew there was nothing you were into by then. Yeah, but I don't know. I think maybe somebody could get to my prostate, oh, and I God might so. enjoy it. Oh. Uh, what do you guys uh, think? Do you enjoy that sort of thing? <laughs> do they have prostates in England? No, we lost them a few years ago. <laughs> That all came us. over on the ship. <laughs> That's something we did give to America. All of our prostate. <laughs> is uh, first off, is is prostate cancer is as big and as prevalent in England as it is here? I yeah. would imagine it oh, would sure. be. Yeah, I've seen sure. it a couple it's of men's. Just needs more promotion, really, doesn't it? <laughs> No, I've, yeah, it's there. some front headlines. Because this yeah. is this is the uh, self check stuff, you know. Number one form of uh, cancer for males, isn't it, Jerome? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, it's the number one form of cancer. Period. I believe. Mm. Except for the deal is, is it comes on when you're old, and, and now they just think they should just leave it alone. They don't even operate because you'll you'll die of old age before you'll die of uh, the prostate cancer. I study um, asses uh, as a hobby. That was just that was just published about two weeks ago. That article. And yeah. Those came out of I'm uh, right on top. Of came out of Sweden, I think. All right. Uh, so, Susie, yes, you want to explore your boyfriend's prostate? Yes. Uh huh. He seems pretty willing. He does. But doesn't know what exactly the prostate does and what it like. It couldn't harm him. He's just a little worried. I told him it won. No, I mean the I'm prostate. The prostate is just a big immune gland, basically, that uh, protects the urethra and protects the the bladder from infected material coming up into the higher areas of the urogenital tract. It's also a, a secretory gland in that it produces a bunch of lubricants and juices that uh, ultimately become semen. Oh, really? Uh, or add to semen, anyway. <laughs> and they also keep the tract lubricated and function normally. It's, it's an important part of the normal function of the male genital tract. All right. So some safety tips. Uh, use lubrication yeah. and uh, roll up your sleeves. Thanks All right. Guys. Have a good night. All right. Thank you. All right. And uh, take off any jewelry or watches or anything, any valuables. You know, on the plane over, mm. these all. <laughs> <laughs> on the plane over, I was sitting next to a porn queen. Really? Yeah. yeah. Which one? H- Haley, her name was. Haley. She's uh, the pizza delivery girl. I don't know if you've seen that film. Or Bend Over. Bend Over. Anabolics. She's an American uh, no, porn queen? No, she's English. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I thought we had all the porn queens. Well, I bet our porn one. queens are better than your no, porn I've, queens. I've got one. <laughs> I think so too. Debbie does Dallas. That's cool. Yeah, top <laughs> top film that one. So you're Debbie <laughs> does John Caster. <laughs> Debbie does Blackpool. You you were uh, so you were with and do they switch it like Debbie does Hounslow and stuff? So you guys <laughs> feel more more yeah, at home, more familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah Linda yeah. does London. Yeah, Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> so you're sitting next to a porn queen. Yeah. So I say to her, you know. Uh, but I'll and start chatting and asking her questions. And she starts telling me answers, but, you know, really quite loud, isn't it? Mm. Broadcasting them over the plane. Yeah. And uh, But she she was telling me about that. She was saying in the last film I did this, that, and the other, and uh, 
she was showing me hands kind of movements and because I was saying you know like to me when a woman gives birth like she dilates for a while doesn't she and then like this your head comes out and that sound but I thought that's a bit mad isn't it that you don't dilate and then you get all that stuff in that she was talking about right so um she she showed me how to do it on the plane and I was just amazed that she she would actually do that on the plane you know in front of me and the other few hundred passengers and could you get your pants down with the seatbelt on <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's just showing you. She was just showing. Oh, okay. Me, yeah. I think you meant showing you. Yeah, but you know, she she went into all of these things, and it, she kind of said it was. She said it, it depends what you're into, but it, it, once it's in, it's in. You know, and you can put loads in. You can put loads in there. Really? Yeah. And I mean, I was, once you get past the wide you, end, that's it. It's it's all about getting that shape right. And once, well, once the, it's in, you open it up. It's a bit you, like a uh, a penis if you think about it. I mean, once you not get like over my the, penis, <laughs> your hand, he's shown us his hand, but no, you're right. It's not like my penis. No, but once you get over, certainly if I just pull the finger off, you could you could agree <laughs> with me. But once you get over the sort of the hump, the rest is smooth sailing. I mean, it's a bit of a plunger effect. She said that if you did you do it smooth or something, and then right. if, you know, and some of the girls liked it a bit. Oh, Were you riding a first class or is this coach? No, this is just on the back end of the plane. So. Oh, the back. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's where they keep the porn stars. So let yeah. me tell you something. I I always uh, when I fly on a plane, I sit next to a fat guy who sells tile. <laughs> uh, there's never a porn star anywhere to be found. Just the one tile. <laughs> and, it, you know, it's a catch-22 because on one hand he wants to sell. On the other hand, you know, it's job security. Doesn't we, <laughs> we put out of business? Yes, one huge dial. Heather, 21. Hey there. How are you guys doing? Good. Hey, Adam, I saw you uh, last year at uh, the Polypalooza. Oh, that was a huge event. Where was that? Gigantic. Either that Arizona? Oh, well, no, no, no. That was in uh, that was in uh, Cal Poly, oh, uh, Pomona. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was in no, San Luis Obispo. Uh, San Luis Obispo. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I made I made a hundred and seventy stage appearances that day. It was uh, hundred and twenty-five degrees outside, and we played a we did a rousing round of uh, Ask Adam. And I stood up on stage. You remember this, Heather? Yes. I stood up there, and uh, uh, one of the like DJs from the station ran around to the crowd with a portable mic, and oh they said, um, "Ask Adam a question." And, and it was like, and so I'd be standing up there in front of this crowd, and they'd be like, "What happened to your hair?" <laughs> Okay. Oh, what happened to the other host? He was so good. <laughs> oh, it was it was really humiliating. But it was funny. But the, everyone was nice. They put me up in a in a nice hotel and I had a good time. But they work you like mules when you go to those things. <sighs> All right. So anyway. Okay. Well, here's my question, and it might be well, it's kind of a weird question, but I have an old boyfriend that I used to date three years ago. It was my first everything. And we're starting to talk again. He lives in Washington, and I live in, in California. Um, he's coming down to visit in a couple of weeks for my birthday, and I think we're kind of rekindling what used to be. And he's kind of had some bad luck. He got married after we broke up, hmm. and his wife cheated on him with another woman. He had a fiancé before me, and she cheated on him with his cousin. This, by the way, has nothing to do with luck. Absolutely not. Bad luck is when you're walking down the street and a flower a pot lands falls, on your yeah, head. Right. Okay. You marrying lesbians is not bad luck. <laughs> that's Sitting nice. next that to porn bad. stars on long flights, that's luck. <laughs> Tell me about it. That's good luck. But my Doing all the time getting paid less. Um, is there something wrong with him? Because yes. pretty much everybody but me has cheated on him and it's a regular occurrence. He is a it, it's not, guy. He, he, it's who he chooses to involve himself with. That's probably the problem. Think. As much as anything, yeah. Like, can you explain 
stand on that a little. We'd have to talk to him. I mean, I don't know what his issue he's is. He's a great guy. He's a good boyfriend. He's nice looking. He's got a lot going. Why does he break up with you? Well, he's in the Navy. He moved out about three states away for a couple months, and I was really young. All right. Well, so you want to give him a second chance? Yeah, but I'm a little concerned about his track record with. Well, as long as you're not, you know, forced into a life of lesbianism, I think it'll be fine. Okay. Or if he doesn't start to become an abuser, you know, force first Heather to be more abusive towards no, him. I'm like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. But put it this way. The guy's been divorced. The guy's uh, had a fiance and a wife who's cheated on him. He's how old? Uh, 23, almost 24. All right. Expect more trouble yeah, in the future. Definitely. I mean, uh, that's it. I mean, it's, it's like uh, a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of externalizing that goes on. A lot of people blaming other people for their woes. And uh, basically, if you hook up with a, you know, meaning if, you know, John Wayne Bobbitt hooks up with Lorena Bobbitt and Lorena Bobbitt decides to cut his penis off while he's sleeping. Now, a lot of people look at uh, John Wayne as an innocent victim. I look at him as an innocent idiot for marrying somebody who was capable of cutting off your penis. There's certain things you have to discuss before marriage. One of them is, are you capable of cutting off my penis? And that's yes or no. <laughs> They're not if they can't find that's, it. That's what will be on my prenup. It'll, it'll have nothing to do with money. It'll have all to do with genital mutilation. All right. Uh, we're going to go to break. And when we come back, uh, we're going to hear something off the uh, CD, something else off the CD, something that you guys choose. Forget what those record uh, vermins want to play. You guys go with your heart on this one, all right? And, Drew, sell the hell out of the next call, please. I want you to read it. Uh, Ray is 13. Uh, he, oh, it's a fart lighting question. <laughs> All right, and that's what made this country great. Why don't you try rapping at this time? Yo, yo, kick some flavor and stuff and love and line. I'll be right back in a minute. I'm sorry, that was really bad. You're just not street like me. <laughs> Blinds galore, baby. Cool your home, man. You want to talk about it. I know it's getting hot. It's hot where we are. It's hot where you are, I'm sure. It's hot right here. It's hot right here. Oh. Yeah, turn the air down on. a little. Anyway, it, the, the sun's just blasting through. I mean, think about how hot your car gets. Think how much cooler your car would be if you parked it out in the sun, if it had blinds all the way around. Well, that's the same thing with your house. And then also, everything gets bleached out. The fabric gets bleached out. The... You get bleached out. The carpet gets bleached out. BlindsGalore.com. Quality, custom-built blinds and shades made just for you. We use them here. Use them there. And it's the kind of thing you get once and you use it for the next 25 years. So let's get going. Free samples, free shipping, free design advice, and uh, real easy. And you save money over the big box stores. Blinds Galore. They really do have Blinds Galore. Go to BlindsGalore.com. Let them know I sent you. Let them know that uh, they are proud sponsors and that you heard it here. BlindsGalore.com. All right. Well, it's the boys from Cake. They're a cool band. Very nice guys, too. And they got that trumpet going on. I love that trumpet. Uh... I'll tell you guys uh, during the next break about the time I tried to smoke marijuana out of my dad's trumpet mouthpiece and he found it in my room. That's uh, one of those faux pas you make as a teenager. 
All right, Space is here. Drew is not here, and we'll be back in 10 seconds. This is Loveline on Radio Station. All right, I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Drew, wherever he may be. Uh, the band is Space, Carl, Andy, and Franny. The CD is Spiders. We're going to hear uh, Neighborhood coming up in just a few moments. And uh, huh? Yeah, where's where's Drew? Eh? He's coming. That's decent of him. Like I said, we get paid the same. Hey, Drew. Hey, 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 everyone, Drew. look, it's Drew. Hey. Good to see you, mate. Hey, Long time. what's going on? We can play a song. Hey, oh, I see. Yeah, you don't have to be around Your for that job. stuff. Yeah. yeah, okay. All right, I'm sorry to drag you away from whatever. I didn't know. You cool? Yeah. All right, well, you want to take some calls, or you just want to kind of kick back? I thought you wanted to go to song. Okay. Do you need to finish a phone call? Should we take a song? Perhaps what, we should you? just play the whole CD so you can go home. <laughs> you want to do that? Or we'll play, uh, do you guys do a Inagata DeVita or anything? Do you have like a 10-minute song so Drew can take care of some business? Sure. All right. Uh, Ray, 13. Hi. Hey. How's it going? Good. Your show's pretty good. Thank you. I was listening to it. Okay, I have kind of a silly question about lighting farts. Mm-hmm. One of my friends um, told me that, but I don't know if it's true, that if you have like a big enough fart and you light it, that like it kind of like fumes like gas, it can like suck up, you know. And he said it like suck up your butt. Right. <laughs> so I was just wondering if this would be true. Right, it's the backdraft there. Well, Adam, you've had extensive I certainly field have. research in this issue. I really have. I I I, uh, I hesitate to call myself an expert in uh, almost any field except for the field of lighting farts. Have you guys done this? Do they yeah. do this in England? Yeah, we used to have. Um I used to know someone who used to do it. Right. That Remember means you did it? No, I probably wrote it, wrote it no. up in one of the... I've actually th- seen it being done, yeah. yeah. Me too. Franny? It's it you... like a Bunsen burner. But, but, I know but, the same Now, wait a minute. You understand, friend, you understand how rare it is in London. They're like, oh, I knew a guy who oh, once did this. I mean, Yeah, here in the States, it's commonplace. He, 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 People he, actually he, do it as a form of greeting. Seems, he seems to think that we don't do the same things in America. As I know. Well, it's Adam's thing. It's Adam's. Uh, so you do light, you do light the no, gas? No, not us personally, but we have seen... We did have a The gas is lit at times. They were friends, but they're not friends now. I have... I have done this many a time, and uh, here's my take on it. Uh, I've never once tried this with a bare bottom because uh, I was just going to ask you that, Adam. You you might as well uh, spit in the eye of the devil if you're going to try this. Especially if you've got a lot of uh, hair. Yeah, and I do. Yeah. I could go up. I could go up like I mean, like a brush fire with the you Santa Ana winds blowing. Could finish it off, mate. You know, no hair underpants. And my whole thing is, there's there's certain things I I don't want to be found in certain positions if I ever pass away. I don't want to be. Me as well, you know. I don't want to be found in the bathroom with a yeah. noose around uh, my head and my penis in my hand. Yeah, it's, like, it's like my mother used to say to me, you know, always wear clean underwear every morning, just in case you get knocked over by a car. Right. It's that theory, well, isn't it? Like that... yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I will wear. Uh, I will do it in denim. I will not do it in corduroy. Although I have done it in past, and I've had a few beers, and I, and in retrospect, it was a mistake. I will not do it in jammies or anything flannel or linen. I will, however, do it in corduroy, uh, or I should say, uh, denim with a lot of confidence. And with, and it doesn't seem to obstruct things at all either, by the way. And uh, no, I've never heard of anyone being um, exploded uh, internally. Drew, has that ever happened? Has it ever happened? No, nothing. Well, I, I've heard of people 
having problems. There's a famous <laughs> story out there. I, I, don't, I don't know if any factual problems. With this. Right. There's yeah. a sort of an urban myth yeah. about a guy who put a hamster in his right. butt, and the other guy like used a lighter or something to uh, you know the find the hamster, and the, yeah, the hamster broke wind. And <laughs> no, it's a little far-fetched. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Ray, you'll be fine. Okay. But here's the thing. What? Uh, You'll want to shut the lights off before you do this because it's uh, it's like having a Fourth of July show uh, in at noon. Mm-hmm. It's really not much effect. You really got to get the lights. Yeah. All right, Ray. Okay. All right, and uh, I've done this many times. I'll tell you who are most impressed by this: women. <laughs> I am dead serious, okay, guys. Who did you do in front? Of I you? have done it. I've had a. Uh, I had an old girlfriend who, uh, coincidentally, is now um, was a stripper out here and is now living back in England, where she was originally <laughs> from. She was from Hounslow. Uh, it, what was her name? Her, her name is. Uh, her name is Lindsay. Lindsay. Yes. All oh, right. Yeah. Famous her, Lindsay. Her stage. <laughs> but. Uh, she actually stood up. She'd never seen this. She was 25, had never seen anyone lying to fart. She actually stood up, and she pulled a uh, sofa pillow up, and she actually protected herself <laughs> with this pillow, which I took some offense to. <laughs> it's just funny, people's impulse. She's like, what are you going to do? I'm, I'm lying to fart. She's all right, I'm going to stand over here, and I'm going to protect myself behind this sofa pillow. Didn't you impress somebody on a, a road trip to Las Vegas or something? Is that I've done this twice to Vegas. Right. I did one time, uh, me and uh, three or four comedian buddies on a road trip to Vegas uh, at 3 in the morning. I lit gas the entire way to Vegas. And another time um, in a Winnebago. Uh, uh, for a bachelor party in Vegas with about eight guys I never saw before. And let me tell you something. They all acted offended for about the first um, 150 miles or so. And then he was king. But they were begging for it by the end. They were begging for it. And when I yelled, when I made the call, get the light, guys were tripping over each other trying to flip that light switch off. Oh, yes. No one can turn from a fart. I guarantee it. If I had uh, the Pope and Mother Teresa here and I said, I'm going to light my fart, they would object. But when they saw the lighter moving toward the pants, they would stare like a kid at the circus. Absolutely. Second coming. <laughs> I've got a mate. You know, can I just ask you then? So, light yeah. farts. Is there any particular type of fart? Because I've got a mate who does loads of farts. The other day, he did fifty-six in one day, right? And I was impressed. Really? He tallied fifty-six. Yeah. His, his girlfriend kept tally. He couldn't. Oh, right. He was, right. Oh, he was oh, too much Right. Tense his you know, his muscles. And that. She must so, be proud. This woman. Carl, yeah, you've got yeah. some strange friends, man. I could, I could see her in the kitchen. Well, and Fran, don't deny it was you. Anyway. She's, she's like in the kitchen. He's in the living room. Uh, honey, what was that? Fifty three or fifty two? I was, uh, I was getting something out of the fridge. You know, the You'll phone him home, you know. <laughs> but listen, so uh, what type of the best, you know, to, to light? It's really hard to tell. Can you tell his story? No. I'll I'll tell you, every time you get gas, it's like uh, spinning a roulette wheel. You don't know. And that's really what makes it so special when it does pay off. You don't know. Some, nothing. Some will just blow the lighter right out. Yeah. Others, uh, huge. So does it take the smell away? Is that the whole point? Yes. Now, this is a story I've told uh, about a month ago, but I, it bears repeating. And this is how I know it takes the smell away. So I'm driving in a Honda, very small car, and there's uh, four of us, two in the front, two in the back. And all the way to Vegas, and it's one of these things where I used to do a late-night um, improvisational show, and we all decided to pack up into this Honda and take off. It was 12 midnight, and we're going to make it to Vegas by 4.35 in the morning. And I had gas the entire way. And the entire way, I was in the back seat, and I had both my feet up on the headrests of the, of the seats in front of me, much like a woman uh, getting some sort of exam. 
And I was lighting them all the way. Well, after about my mm, 75th fart, the girl who was in the front seat was getting nauseous. She'd had, she was at her wit's end. She said, no more of this. I'll not have an, you light another fart. And, you know, and the headliner was coming off the car and everything. So right as I lit the lighter and started toward my butt, yeah. she rolled the window down in a hurry. What a bitch. Now, I, exactly. <laughs> but she paid. And I'll tell you why. Because I broke wind the exact second that the wind from the outside uh. caught the lighter, blowing out the flame, and pure gas filled Excellent. the cabin of the Honda, which destroyed everybody in it. Classic. Look, I've got to just tell you this quick one. A friend of mine says, same guy, actually. I've got a new one. When you're in the bath, right, and you have a fart in the bath. Right. You know, when the bubbles come up. He said, take a pint glass into the bath with your life. <laughs> Put it, un- put it underneath the water. Right. So, that, so it's full of water, isn't it? You, t- you know, fill it with water, tip it upside down, put it by, the f- put it by your arse. Oh, you away. fill the glass right. with the water. So the, so the fart, right, goes up. Now he does this. So this is the same couple, right? Right. So he, do- he does it, and the, and the oxygen goes up. <laughs> if it is oxygen, doctor, I don't know what it is. Methane, methane I guess. Uh, methane, yeah. And, and it uh, displaces the water. Right, so it displaces the water, so you've got, it goes up the top of the pine glass. So you've got like a little inch of pure fart, haven't you? Right? Oh, and it's right. being trapped by the water at the you, bottom yeah, of it. Yeah, you've got it there, right? So what he does is he waits for his girlfriend to come over to the bathroom. <laughs> right, and then come over here, babe, gives a kiss, right? So she leans over the bath, and it's his moments of absolute pleasure. He pulls the pine glass out the water. And she, the water, all the water falls out, and she just gets a no, nose full. <laughs> the, the inch of fart there is. That's, that's, that's spectacular. A class, class act. That uh, takes some skill out uh, yeah. Everything I said about the British being more civilized, <laughs> I take it all back. I'll yeah. tell you, if you ever wanted to get kids involved with science, this would be yeah. the way to do it. <laughs> Forget all this goddamn uh, Bunsen beacon and Bunsen yeah. burner bull yeah. crap. Yeah, no. You got God's Bunsen burner up your rectum. <laughs> all right. Can somebody explain to me, what, what is it about. Grown man, I, room full of grown men are nine years old. Just with the the just the mention of, of uh, uh, flatulence. Well, here's the situation. I think I put it very well when someone said to me, "What is up with the obsession with the lighting, the farts? Why is that such a big deal? Why do you care? Why are you so proud of that?" And I said to them, "Listen." There's no other orifice you can shoot fire out of your body from. I mean, if you think about it, what other opportunity do you have to actually shoot fire out of your body? You're a modern-day uh, dragon is what you are. If you learn to fly, you could make a movie with uh, Sean Connery doing your voice. All right, a uh, little dragon heart uh, reference there. Rebecca, 21. Yes. 29. Hey. Oh, 21, yes. Yes. What's up? Hey. I love you, man. I love you. Um, anyway, I have a question about my girlfriend. Um, we've been going on uh, for about a year and a half now, and we keep having about the same problems, and I handle them differently, and I... I feel I've matured a little since then, since we've had our last big fight. But it's it's heading towards the same direction, and I'm wanting to handle it the same way. I mean, I can feel that. Inside. Which is what? Well, she's she gets overwhelmed with uh, her personal problems, and you know she's got an ex-husband and a daughter and problems with that. And uh, how old is she? She's 29. Oh, did you mention that? No. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, Drew mentioned that. That's right. All right. So she went ahead, started a family, and everything. Right. And then found out she was a lesbian later on in life. All right. Uh, she probably had an inkling when she before she got married, but tried to ignore it and keep the whole family thing going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, I just... Uh, I can't believe I'm asking guys... Drew, what are you, a chimp? I'm sorry? Hold on. Drew's scratching himself Something and is coming over me. the mic. Sorry. All right. <laughs> so you're going to fling your own feces, or is that enough with the chimp behavior there? 
<laughs> All right, go ahead. Scratch up. Go ahead, Rebecca. I'll make me feel at home. Thanks. So anyway, I just want to know the best way to handle this. I, I don't want to. The last time I totally turned my back on her. Well, I, I'm, I'm still not clear on what it is she does. Uh, she gets overwhelmed with her problems and shuts and, me out. And checks you out? Shuts me out. Shuts you out. Shuts uh-huh. me out. Um, That's a guy thing. Yeah, let her shut the hell with it. Uh, give her a little space. Yeah. What do you normally do? Well, I give her total space and I, I you know, dump on her and leave her alone for quite some time. Well, how long? Some? What do you mean for months? Yeah, like three or four months. No, can't you can't you stop this from uh, evolving to the point that you feel abandoned by her? That's that's what I'm hoping to do, and I just was does she understand that that that's how you experience this when she leaves you emotionally? That you experience it as a full blown abandonment? That's we had discussed that, and she does understand that. But I know her thinking does get a little muddled when she's under a lot of pressure. Can you can you be sort of? I don't want the control is not the right word, but can you sort of assert yourself ahead of this and sort of make a plan on what you can do for yourself so you don't feel so alone, knowing that this is bound to happen? That that that's how she needs to deal with her feelings. You can't change that, but you can change how you manage this. I mean, you know that, that the way you manage it really threatens the relationship. Maybe you can find other things to support yourself, other relationships, other activities, so this isn't so overwhelming to you when it hits. Hey, Rebecca. Yes. Is there a, is one of you dominant in the relationship? Oh, jeez. Now, I want to look into this, because uh, in male uh, gay relations, there's usually one of the guys is uh, more dominant. You know, the guy who's um, giving instead of catching or whatever it is. But I don't know about the lesbian community. Well, um, you know, it, it can it can go that way as well. But it, actually, I did have a kind of another little question. Is she the more dominant that. one? Uh, when it comes to sex, no, it's it's equal. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's um, where it all comes us, out. Neither one of us wears the strap on more than the other. Oh, really? Yeah. Is there a strap on involved? Uh, most of the time. Really? Yeah. If you're gonna uh, wait a minute now, if you're gonna get a strap on, why don't you just go go back to guys? Honestly, um, I get physically, I, I get repulsed when a guy takes his clothes off. Really? Yeah, I I throw up. I can't help myself. Huh. But and it's nothing. I like guys; they're okay. But how old were you when you were sexually abused? I wasn't. No. Oh, it has to be somebody did something. Has to be. It's just it just have that kind of reaction to that. You know, it. I think it looks really gross when when the male organ starts to get. You know, hard. It, it just uh, right, but you uh, enjoy the pristine beauty of a uh, big uh, dildo coming at you. Not really. I don't like to look at it. You don't. No. But uh, here's what I want to get to the bottom of, and uh, all the boys from space are confused here. Yeah. First, they're just confused that a radio show like this is allowed to go on. I think is the, fir- the initial confusion. Uh, it goes from uh, <laughs> farts to dildos here. <laughs> Uh, but th- the situation is this. If if you're repulsed by the uh, male phallus, mm-hmm. then how is it that you can have sex, uh, even with a woman, when she straps on a substitute for the male phallus? Because it's not it's not flesh. It's not really feeling. All right. Yeah, it, it I don't, just, I, it's just hard for me to believe that you didn't have some kind of tremendous experience, some traumatic experience sometime. That sort not of, until after I had, you know come out as a lesbian what happened well I, I was raped like years down the road how old were you when you were raped i was 16 well that'll do it but you know, I that won't do it drew hated yeah. guys like in that way so what Why happened you? before where's your dad 
right now, I don't know. No, how about when you were 10 oh, years wait, old? You want to gamble on this one? Oh, yeah. All right, hold on, Rebecca. Yes. All right, uh, listen, guys, did you bring any money? Plenty. Yeah. I don't want pounds either. Or some sort <laughs> of uh, yeah. something with, like, uh, Margaret Thatcher's head on it or something. Yeah. I want real American currency here. Yeah, okay. All right, get a dollar out. It's a huge pot tonight. That's, that's we rarely have a $5 pot. God, I am hurting so bad. All right, good. Everyone's got a dollar. Uh, I, I like these guys. Lots of dollars. A lot of, these, dollar. a lot of bands, they hem and haw. They don't have anything. I've got a dollar on me. Oh, really? Let you down there. I've got, I have got dollar. Give, give him a dollar. You guys will get it back on the bus. <laughs> All right. Uh, Drew. Yeah. We're going to gamble on that. I'll uh, go last. Cause you'll I, go last. Yeah. Okay. Here's how this works. <laughs> we do it all the time. It's great entertaining. It, it, it may be cruel, but it's good entertainment for mm-hmm. us. Something happened to Rebecca, obviously. She's repulsed, uh, actually, to the point where she's physically ill when she sees a male in the nude, especially in a, an aroused state. What happened to her? Now, she's uh, in some denial, but I still well, think we could get it out of her. Well, uh, What happened to her as a child? Yeah, her denial what was may, be, like? may be at a very deep level. I mean, she's at least willing to talk about it. It's not, it's not okay. like she's hostile or, or All right. defensive. I'll go first <clears throat> to set an example for the band. Uh, as a child, again, think about, uh, turn the pages back, and let's think about her childhood. I am going with a uh, physically abusive father. Okay, go on. All right. Uh, Drew, you're very confident. You must have some kind of answer. Because I'm, I'm going to get more and more specific. Okay. Depending right, on whatever you're very cocky. Is, so. uh, big pot tonight. Five bucks. Carl? I reckon she's witnessed her father being uh, abusive to her mother. Very, very good interesting. One. Another good very one. Very astute. Who says those guys from England are stupid? Oh, that was me. Uh, <laughs> but that was last night. I take it all back. Andy? Uh, I'll go along with the theory about the father. No. You gotta, well, no. What about the father? We need your own theory. You need, you need uh, a specific theory of your own. I don't know. Alcoholism. Pick an easy one and say uh, she never knew her father, perhaps. Uh, you, the maybe, evil stepfather. Maybe there's, there's being, yeah, there hasn't been a, you know, a, a fatherly figure in her life, I don't know. You know there's no, not being around. No father figure. Yeah. All right, we'll accept that. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Drew knows that. Drew's already counting the money. Franny. <laughs> God knows. God knows. Yeah. Come on, you got a buck in there. Um, I don't know. I mean, I was going to go with you, and that's why you went first, because you come yeah, on. Yeah, All yeah, right, yeah. I'll tell you what I'll do. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll yeah. tell you what. I'll take abusive stepfather. You can take abusive biological father. Okay. Cool. Does that sound fair? Yeah. All right. Clone the sheep. I, I love this, because I'm going to take alcoholic, abusive father who beat everybody, mom and the, and the kid, left, uh, came back and terrorized everybody. Mom brought in other guys who were equally as abusive as the stepfather. Nah. Block block the sexual abuse at You've some point. Probably one of, probably one of the stepfathers. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's uh, let's get to it, Rebecca. Yes. All right. What's going on? Well, um, you all couldn't just accept that I, I like women. No, I can. Okay. Let's uh, yeah, we, we let's can talk accept about that. Your, yeah, yeah. We can accept that completely. But, but, I, can, I can accept that, but the, the physical the physically ill in response to male is is what mm. tipped us off. All right, so what happened with the childhood? Well, I probably the worst thing is we moved around a lot. That's probably it. Be honest. Come on, there's a big pot r- riding here. You, you're you anonymous. Now be honest with us. Where's well, your dad? Excuse me? Where's your dad now? He has a new family. Uh-huh. All right, hold on, Drew. No celebrating yet. Uh-huh. And uh, when did he co- come out of the picture? Um, I was about five. About five. 
Yeah. Okay, and what happened with that? Did your mom divorce him? Well, they stayed married for a few more years, and then she divorced him. Uh-huh. And uh, why did she divorce him? He wasn't around. <laughs> he wasn't around? She, well, she actually, she had kicked him out, and she was hoping that he would straighten up. And uh-huh. What was he doing that uh, got him kicked out of the house? He was he was immature. He was young. Mm-hmm. And acting out? He... Well, no, he just he went, he came home AWOL from the army, and after that he started hanging out with his friends. He didn't really do a lot of drugs or drinking. Ah, uh, not that you know of. And uh, how did he treat your mother and yourself? Actually, he he was pretty good. No, um, no, no physical abuse in any way. It's not in front of us that I know of. No. No, you never saw him lay hand on mother. No. And he never laid a hand on you. No. All right. Never and heard of mo- about mom being hit in any way. No, I haven't. No. All right. And when uh, he was kicked out of the house, what about the next guy? Well, next I next guy didn't come along for a couple of years, and they stayed married for six or seven years. And how did he work out? Uh, he was okay. He was disabled and didn't do a whole lot. All right. So. Um, if he could get up, would he have beaten you? I really don't know if no. he wanted to. Or All right, so he didn't do no physical abuse from him. No. So somehow you just got uh, sickened by the sight of a naked man all on your own. Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait a minute. Don't you get a, a strange thing? I mean, you, There's you had, a weird you, vibe there. Yeah, yes. you had no experience of your stepfather? No. Not really. He just, we lived up in the mountains, and he showed me how to split wood, and that was about it. Mm-hmm. You live with a guy for, from the age of five, six, seven to fourteen, and uh, he just sat around. That's the only experience you had of your stepfather. Pretty much. Oh, well, he, you know, he was mean in his own right. He oh. would throw the dog to speak. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. I mean, was he naked okay. when he showed you how to split wood? So, so he would get no. violent at times. What? He would get kind of violent at times. No, not violent. He would just, you know, we'd we'd have to eat beans, and he'd get steak, and he'd give the dog the leftover steak. I mean, all right, so that that that's a that's a little on the abusive side. A little. I don't mean to sound uh, sarcastic. Profound, well, maybe abusive. she no, really loved beans. I don't know. Beans are good. I'm no, just uh, Rebecca. Why are Why are you Why are you so protecting def- yeah, these why, guys? Why such denial about this? Why? I don't think I'm in denial. I mean, well, you just told us the guy would eat steak in front of you and let you eat beans and give the it's remainder f- to the dog. It's your father. That was my stepdad. I don't. I don't think that he's the reason I don't like guys. I, I don't care. We're not talking about the reason you don't like. Forget guys. about that. We just want to talk about your past. Don't be so defensive, Rebecca. Well, I just I get that a lot. You know why? Why? What made you this way? And I don't think anything made me this way. I, I don't care what. Nothing makes you that way. Let's, let's assume that you way. were born that way, Rebecca. But let's talk about what actually happened. To you, the abuse you suffered at the hands of these men. Well, I, I don't think I suffered any abuse from them. That's the whole. You don't? No. So you think uh, every... Uh, Drew, you have uh, triplets. Do you often uh, have them eat lima beans while you yeah, eat... I'll, I'll uh, take the Oreos and dingle the, dangle before them. And, and then, then throw it to it, the dog? Put no, it right I'm in my mouth. I'm that that wasn't any, you know, like that didn't hurt my feelings Profoundly or anything. Profoundly abusive, Rebecca. Come on. And anyone who could do that is anybody, capable anybody of Anybody doing that is a horrible person. Well, I can see... I mean, I wouldn't do that to my kids. All right. Know, that's right. I've made a mistake before I would, but... That's, r- that's right. Of course. Of course. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Rebecca, yes. uh, you've screwed up the whole gambling system. I hope you're satisfied. 
Uh, but it, I would look into, and it doesn't mean you're not a lesbian. Uh, go have lesbian love and enjoy yourself. But realize that uh, there may be more to your past than you're giving and, a and credit for. And this is why you're, why you're having the chaos in your relationship you're having. Not because you're a lesbian, because you've had very abusive re- parents. Right. Well, I'm not too sure about that. But All right. All right. Well, here's the deal, Rebecca. Okay. Here, let me explain denial because we're going way too long and we've got to go to break. But listen, deny as long as you like. Uh, that's fine. Uh, say the past was fine and that you grew up in an average family. That's fine. But whatever problems you have today will persist as long as the denial persists. Okay? All right. All right. So it's your choice. All right. Now, who wins that bet? Nobody. Nobody? Because we couldn't find the truth. There was no, there was no. Nah, I don't know, though, but we can only go on the truth as much as they can tell us, and someone's got to win. Franny, what was yours? <laughs> the same as yours. <laughs> oh, that's right. Andy. Everybody went for abusive dad. I think dad. Andy may have gotten no, close No, everybody kind of went for abusive dad. I mean, that's why yeah, I... Well, I didn't, actually. I said uh, no father, no, no, no man about from me. Abandoning abusive dad. I mean, that's sort of whatever. Uh, no, 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 no. Andy, <laughs> no, I, I think Andy may have gotten that one. No, I'm not giving him any dollar of mine. Andy doesn't get it? <laughs> all right, all right. Then the pot will ride. The pot will ride, and we'll uh, we'll get a, a, a more honest uh, caller, and we'll figure this out uh, before the night is up. I promise you. All right, running late for break. We'll get to the break. We'll well hear something off the space CD, and we'll we'll live to gamble again. I promise. Hey, I want to take a minute to bring up Amazon, who has been a great supporter of Loveline, our podcast, and uh, which used to be behind a paywall, and now we have sponsors, and the way we were able to remove that paywall was with those sponsors and now with Amazon click-throughs. Amazon gives Loveline a small commission each and every time you buy something with our affiliate program, provide you click-through on the Amazon banner on our website. Buy exactly what your loved ones want and have it shipped directly to your home. No hassle, no stress, no lines. Just go to Podcast One, go to the Loveline landing page, click the Amazon banner, or go to lovelineshow.com and click on the Amazon banner there. Everything you purchase from that link will help keep the wind in the sail of this production and this podcast, both Loveline and Mike and Drew, and everything in Podcast One needs a taste to stay afloat. Keep the podcast free. If you bookmark the page, you'll be able to skip the stages and support the podcast by buying what you are already planning on purchasing. So go ahead and bookmark the page right through that banner. But right now, back to the show. All right, uh, Loveline, phone number 1-800-LOVE-191, fax number 310-854-4455. Carl, Andy, <coughs> pardon me, Andy and Franny from uh, Space are here, and we're going to hear something off the Spiders uh, CD any moment now, I promise. But we've, uh, and uh, something I, uh, we were talking about lighting farts earlier, and we were talking about it during the break, and um, one thing that I'd mentioned during the break that I totally slipped my mind is that, yes, uh, I had a roommate light a cigarette off of one of my farts. All right. Absolutely. All right. We're proud of you. <laughs> Not off All the... All right. Come on. 
just let me talk to the band for a second. Do you guys understand the importance of this, the significance? Not off, and I'm not talking about off of the lighter. And I'm not into, you know, I don't lie. You're talking about the tongue of the flame. That the flame <laughs> from my butt lit this guy's cigarette. Is God is my witness. How far away was he? Was he doing at the time? He was right down there. That's right. That was the best damn blowjob I had. <laughs> this is what you do when you live with guys for too long in the valley. Morgan, fourteen. Hi, I have a question for Space, and um, I was wondering the female of the species song. Um, me and my friend were having an argument because her mom swears that it's like a song from the 70s or the 80s. Yeah. But, um, but we were wondering if you guys so you, wrote it or... Yeah, yeah, we did write it, yeah. Okay, and... Uh, what song, coincidentally? Female species. No, which, which song was it Was it like or did you think we just did a cover version, do you mean? No, because I thought it was totally original and her mom thought that you like... you, you got, pinched it. There's the phrase. The phrase has been used before. The phrase has been completely original. Oh, but, okay. uh, but not really in a song. I haven't even really heard the phrase used in a song, at least uh, then, yeah. a popular one. Not the phrase in a song. It was just used in an in a old B-movie. You know? A B-movie. Yeah, it was on a billboard poster. Right. for the old B-movie. But the, the actual song was written by us. Everything in it, all the arrangements, everything is just space. So your mother's wrong. Uh, well, not my mom. Her mom. Oh, but, right. but, but I have one more thing. You guys are, like, really good. And, like, me and my friends, like, love your album and stuff. And we tried to get space tickets for the Roxy tomorrow. <laughs> no. Anyway. Do you, you want to get on the guest list? Please. Please, I'm begging you. You guys are, like, so good. And we, like, we found out. We How called many? We found out they had gone on sale a day after they went on sale. And they were sold out. And we were so sad. Can you like farts? What? Can you like farts? We, we love them. <laughs> right. you, you don't wear a strap on, though, do you? No. Uh, no how many of the of you is there? What? How, how many? many are you? Um, like three. Three. And can you leave your name with um, Adam, and we'll uh, sort that out for you. What the hell am I? The love lines. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Put it's her on. Hold. Love lines. Morgan, you're yeah. going on hold. Leave, talk okay. to Anne, okay? okay? All right. That's what I mean. See you uh, soon. Uh, there's no way they're getting in. <laughs> I like when people push, by the way. Yeah. Three. Two. Yeah. That's uh, that's a little more doable. All right, you guys going to let her get on the guest list? Yeah, we always do. Yeah, okay. we always do. Oh. We keep our with. Band with a heart. Matthias. Yeah. Uh, 23. Yes, that's me. Uh, um, I got a question about, uh, I guess, about fetishes for you. Um, I got a thing ab about clowns and... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it it was going well for me, uh, the participation and uh, and uh, I don't know. My responses were going well until uh, I found that I have a problem when uh, when people are laughing, and uh, I just mean uh, I've had sex with uh, a few different girls, uh, making them dress up like clowns. Myself being dressed up like a clown at the time. Uh huh. And uh. In the face paint and the whole bit, right? And uh, um, recently, I, I found that I, when like when a person's laughing at me, or, or maybe it's that you know just a happy laugh or whatever, um, I, I, I get I get frustrated. I get kind of like All right, hold on, uh, Matthias. Yeah, I'm gonna put you on hold for a second. I'm gonna let you consolidate your question into the form of a question. All right? Okay. All right. 
Uh, just uh, whatever uh, you have a, a sort of a collage going okay, on now, now. Okay, my question. No, are... no, 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 no. Just hold on. I want to hear. I want to hear uh, something from space. So we'll get back to Matthias and his uh, loosely uh, stitched together question. Uh, but first, uh, Mike, is that uh, queued up? Because I want to get in uh, before this. All right. Uh, what song are we hearing? Uh, Neighborhood. That's the one. That's the one. Neighborhood from space off of the CD Spiders, and we'll be back right after this. Here's Loveline before deworming. Here's Loveline after getting fixed. Here's Loveline chewing out its stitches. Here's Loveline dragging its butt across the carpet. Bad Loveline. Bad Loveline. Loveline has been bad, and we'll be right back. Buying a car can be a stressful experience, but True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Last month, over 45,000 cars were sold by the True Car Certified Dealer Network. And TrueCar.com users save an average of $3,046 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three steps go to TrueCar.com. Find out what other people paid for the car you're looking for. Then register at TrueCar.com to see the upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. And the third step is simple. Just print out your True Car Savings Certificate and take it to the True Car Certified Dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. Every day, TrueCar.com users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Save time. Save money and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. All right, back with Carl, Andy, and Franny from uh, Space. And uh, Tommy is in the next room um, with a lozenge. He's uh, not he's not feeling well. Yes, he's putting his big shoes and rubber nose on. <laughs> All right. Uh, when we left off, off uh, we were talking to Matthias, uh, but Matthias was having difficulty formulating a question. Let's see if he got any better at it. Matthias, twenty-three. Yeah, yeah. My question would be, um, what should I um, what should I do about about my problem with this laughter thing? Since clowns are sort of typically prompting of laughter. All right. I, I, I mean, when I, when when someone's laughing, I, I feel like laying pipe on them, uh, you know, pissing on them, whatever. I just I, I feel like you know I, anger actually about it. So um, I'm wondering how to how to get past that. A- or, any kind of laughter? Um, I don't know. I, I guess I kind of take the laughter as um, whenever you hear laughter, whoever. No, no, no. Like- well, I'm talking about when I when I'm having sex with a person that's dressed up like a clown with me. Right. They and, can't they're, laugh. and they're laughing, and uh, I don't know. I get I get frustrated about that. Uh, sometimes it. Now, do you dress as a clown as well? Uh, yeah, most of the time. Uh huh. Yeah, 
I mean, where do you find these uh, other uh, promiscuous clowns? Is there some sort of uh, clown brothel or something? Are there? No, I I I, I train them. So you uh, you get a girl, right? A uh, a girl that has no clowning experience. Well, sometimes they've got some previous clowning. Well, are you sure? All girls have a little clowning in the background, and yeah. uh, that's an important element. I look for a girl that's had some. I, I actually I like a plate spinner. How do you get somebody to do something? Juggling's like good too. Yeah, yeah. Mime is nice. I don't know about neighbors. Mime. Never complain with the mime. Yeah. Although you can't tell when they're orgasming. That's true. Quite as hell. They'll give you that big eye thing, but you never know if they're faking it. They they usually are. I think mimes, but I don't like mimes. I'm I'm, I'm into the color. Right, right, and. Uh, so you you find girls that have had some clowning experience, but yeah. maybe not uh, maybe not seasoned as clowns, but maybe right. maybe just oh you know sure everyone's picked up a big nose and big shoes at one time or another and put on and don the clown makeup. Well, I mean I've been doing it since I was a, a little kid, uh-huh. um, and uh, you've been clowning. Yeah, well I mean my yeah I, I used to be in parades and stuff in a little as a little kid, but I always I've always been a clown. Uh huh. And uh, I've done some professional clowning but mostly um mostly I, I i i'm not a clown for my profession i just right. I just i have this fetish I, I like girls right like what do you do for a living out of curiosity um i'm a cook and a baker okay and uh you drive a regular sized car you don't drive one of those little clown cars Actually, I, I drive a it's broken right now but it's a big station wagon it fits lots of lots of clowns in it and do you ever do that uh, gag where you uh, pull the chain out from uh, your sleeve, but it just never ends? It just keeps coming and keeps coming and keeps coming? Uh, I don't usually use my sleeve, but yeah. <laughs> you pull the chain out of your pants? No, no, I, I, my ear. Oh, your ear. Okay, yeah. well, that's even more impressive yeah. if you if you look at it. If you, okay. So uh, you have sex when you're in full clown regalia. Right. They're in clown regalia, but they can't help but laugh. Well, they don't always laugh. See, I've only ran into this... this as a problem recently because um like most of them were pretty serious you know about the sex thing in the first place they they they'd just be as passionate as anyone else and and there wouldn't be the laughter uh, this this has sort of come up more recently where i've noticed that you know it, even if it's 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 a fun, having a, a lot of fun laugh just like a really maybe even an excited laugh that, that laughter during sex is is I, I don't find it like personally appropriate. It's right. Sort of like, well, it's a little out of line. It's, it, it, you know, it, it yeah. makes me a little insecure or something, maybe. Well, there's certain protocols sexually, and giggling right. is uh, certainly not on the menu. And let me ask you a serious question, though, yeah. Matthias. When you get an erection, does it make that slide whistle sound where it goes boop? No, but sometimes it honks when someone squeezes Like someone squeezes your testicles and yeah. go, ew, ew. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Matthias. Yes. Uh, stay away from the kids. You can only do adult clowning. I, I do. I do, I do adult clowning. <laughs> you can only do clowning at bachelor parties and things. No, I don't know no. if there's a big call for that, but that's the only place I want to see you. I don't want to see Matthias around any children. God knows what's going through that mind. Oh, the tears of a clown, Drew. What do you think? Mm. What am I supposed to think? Oh, I got one more quick question. Matthias. No. Yeah. When you get into the clown makeup, painful, uh-huh. and you're going to have sex, right? Do you have to make up your penis as well? Oh, well, not not regularly, but I I have. 
actually. Because if you dyed your pubes orange, it could be like a Jewish bozo. My actually, my my pubic hair is not dyed currently, but it has been. And uh, I, I think I think it actually, you know, as far as for um, you know, some kind of. Okay, uh, all right, I'm done. <laughs> it's also very serious to him. Yeah. Yes, and suggested the uh, pubic hair should look like cotton candy. And you could do that thing where you keep removing uh, quarters, except for uh, instead of doing it from the kid's ear, you could do it from your own ass. Didn't you hear Mike play that noise for you? Yes. Oh. That was the sound. That's what that, Mike, make the sound uh, it makes when uh, the woman starts laughing at your clowning. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens to young Matthias. Too much. I'm, I'm, I'm I, this now. is very disturbing. <laughs> yeah. We could have gambled on that call, by the way. Drew, pick a call we can gamble on. This, I, I this five is burning a hole in my eyes here. You don't see anything that maybe, looks good? Maybe. Maybe six. Maybe six? Corey. Evening, Dr. Drew. Adam, space. I actually have two questions, but primarily, during sex, I can't seem to have an orgasm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, this happens all the time. Do you have a girlfriend? Well, yeah, this happens all the time. Yes. Yes, I do. If you can call not doing something happening all the time, uh, this would do it. Exactly. And see, well, I don't know. Is it his first girlfriend? Uh, pardon? Is it your first girlfriend? No. No. And this only this is always the case? This, this is always the case, continually. I, I've never... How, how about when you masturbate? I'm sorry? How about... How about when you masturbate? Uh, yeah, no problem there. Seven times a day. Seven times a day? Uh, you know, on a good day. Yeah. And when the wind's blowing just right. <laughs> when the wind's at your back. Uh, all right, so, Corey, you, everything we know functions quite nicely. Oh, sure. Because the Lord knows you, you test out the plumbing uh, every 20 minutes. So there's no problem there. This is a psychological problem. This has nothing to do with the uh, the um, the engine. It has to do with the uh, computer that's uh, that's working it. All right, because we know everything works. And here's what happens: your downfall is your masturbation. I had the same problem myself. I got so used to the gentle caress of my own hand that when I finally got to be with a woman, it was confusing to my penis. My penis kept looking back up at me. Missing the hand. Yeah. It's like when you're telling a dog to do something it doesn't want to do, and it keeps, like, looking up, going, what? Really? That's what my penis would do. It had no idea what it should do. And, and the, the sensation was almost foreign. The sensation of a woman was foreign because it was so used to this uh, one particular method uh, uh, bringing it to climax. So, Corey. Yes, sir. Here's what you need to do. You need to uh, lay off the masturbation. You understand? Can you get an erection with a woman? A lot of sense, that makes, yeah. You can get an erection with a woman? Uh, yeah. Okay. Lay off the masturbation. Um, I'd say a week, but for you, that'd be 122 times. So I'm going to go uh, with three days. Please. I don't care if you have to take a ball-peen hammer to your right hand. Do not masturbate for three days. You'll, when you're with your woman, you'll be like a uh, champagne bottle at uh, 11.59 on uh, December 31st. You will be that ready to go. You guys know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. yeah. These guys are going to sleep. Yeah, you guys have had it. What, what time is it, like 6.30 in the morning or something for you? <laughs> something like that. All right, but listen, we've got about another two minutes of show here. Let's not fall apart. 
<laughs> Come on. This is what makes this country great. We rally. You know that word? Do you have that word in England, rally? Yeah, we rally about. You know what's rallying about? I'm not talking about going pub to pub and getting loaded <laughs> and feeling up birds. I'm talking about pulling it together and rallying, getting behind a common cause. Oh, pulling yourself, yes. pulling yeah. yourself up, please, Franny, sit up straight. Now, come on, approach the <laughs> microphone. For Christ's sake, there's three minutes left in the show. Primo, oh, All right, uh, Drew, do you see what a bad influence you are? The boys see your laxed approach to the show, and they fall right off with you. <laughs> the is penis it, is very dysfunctional. Thank you, Drew. Is it that, or is it your your uh, my boring diatribes? Your, your brilliant, shining examples of entertainment. All right, it's it's. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing a little each. All right, All right listen, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we'll have a minute worth of show to occupy. I want it's your full attention. Like no, it's <laughs> it's going to feel like sixty seconds. <laughs> The world's fastest drummer for Loveline. Hi, when I'm not drumming, up a storm. <laughs> what was the rest? Very dysfunctional. I'll be right back. If it's not, sue me or something. Hey, this is Greg Fitzsimmons, host of Fitz Dog Radio, right here on Podcast One. Join me. Track my rage against middle age, the exploration of what's behind the scenes in Hollywood with guests like John Hamm, Zach Galifianakis, Jimmy Kimmel, Corolla, Hardwick, Rogan, Sarah Silverman, all the big guns. We talk personally in a funny way. Come check it out. Fitzdog Radio on Podcast One. All right, uh, we're back with uh, the quickly fading space. But listen, guys, uh, Luna has been on hold for 130 minutes. How long is that, Drew? Two hours and ten minutes. Right? All right, and counting. So let's just say hi to her. Luna, 15. Thank you, God. Hi, Luna. Hi. Hiya. Well done. I'm so tired. Well, my question, well, it's not really a question, it's just kind of a feeling I've been having. I'm sorry, Luna, we're out of time. <laughs> Go on, tell us you're Don't tired. play like that, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. Um, my friend, I just found out, like, the weirdest thing tonight around, like, three hours ago. She had sex, um, like, last May, and first of all, I'd consider myself more promiscuous with guys with her, and that's not very much, you know? And... I just feel totally like I don't hate her or anything. I just totally feel like left alone in the world now. Deceived too. It's kind of like um, because she had sex with who? She had Somebody. sex with some guy, like because she was curious. Because at the time I had my boyfriend, like all her big, fr- excuse me, all her best friends had boyfriends. Well, so she, she felt alone. Like or whatever. She felt alone, and, and you don't have sex, is that right? No. I'm, um, I'm like waiting. And look, keep like, waiting. Believe me. Uh, well, although I, mean, I don't want to run out and have sex. No, she is gonna. She is gonna. I suspect regret that she's had sex. She did. She was yeah. like so embarrassed. Yeah. Well, Luna, when you do it for the sake of doing it to get it over with, unless you're a guy, you regret it. As a guy, it's a huge burden taken off your shoulders. I, I hate to to state it that way, but it's the God's honest. You That's get the it, way I've heard it because I'm a 
tomboy and all my friends are but, guys. But Luna, now. just examine why you feel differently about her, why you feel abandoned, what that's all about, because you're really not abandoned. Uh, certainly you could be deceived and you could feel kind of uh, differently about your friend uh, given the choices she's made and who you thought she was and who she's actually turning out to be. But it's not about you. It's about right. her. And while you're examining that, go ahead and examine why you've been on hold, <laughs> why you chose to, not well, to hang she, up she after felt, an hour and a half. She felt alone. It's happened three hours ago. She had nowhere to go, and she was coming she here. She phoned in three hours ago. Yeah, bro. that's supposed to happen six hours but ago. But she was connecting with somebody, which is good. That's a good instinct. Reach out to people. All right. So let me kiss the band's ass for just one brief second before we go because we're uh, running late. Uh, space. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. We uh, do appreciate it. We know uh, you had a long flight over, and we thank you for coming in. Okay, thanks very much. Uh, good luck at the Roxy tomorrow night, and good luck in all other endeavors. And uh, come back anytime you like. Light one. Uh, feel free to have a cup of coffee before you come in next time. <laughs> yeah. But come back anytime you like. Okay. Uh, the name of the CD is Spiders. The name of the band is Space. Go out and get that CD. And until next time, this is Sam Corolla for Dr. Drew saying mahalo. This has been Loveline. The opinions expressed herein are certainly opinions, that's for sure. If you'd like a written transcript of today's program, you probably should have written it down yourself. And if you did, we'd like a copy. Loveline producer Ann Wilkins. This broadcast was copyright 1997 Westwood One Entertainment. This music is MXPX on Tooth & Nail Records. Sit, Obo. Obo, stop dragging your butt across the carpet. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program.